Welcome to Is That Embarrassing? Yeah. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sammy. And we are at Gotham Podcast Studios today. Super excited to be here. Very excited. Um, We have a guest who's going to be joining us shortly, um, but first let's just jump into it. How was your week? Oh, it was so amazing. Tell me about it. Let's see. It's really hard to jump back so far. I barely remember what I had for breakfast this morning. That's because you're still drunk. I know. I didn't want to say it. (laughs) I ratted you out. You did. We had such a – we hung out all day yesterday. We did. Day drinking, into night drinking, into – Brunch, into happy hour. What a mistake. A good one. That wasn't a mistake. (sighs) I'm too old for this shit. You know Um, what? You keep me young. Thank you for that. You really do. Thank you. Um, We balance each other out. (laughs) 112% do. We mostly spent the week together and working and working together. Yeah. Um, We're a true collab. Yeah. So fun story. After I left recording our last episode with you, um, as we all know- I'm about to rat you out, Steph. She came to my house wearing Crocs and socks. Crocs and socks, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody call the fashion police. Um, I'm I'm tired, okay? So I came wearing Crocs and socks. I left. I'm in my Uber, and it hits me that I don't have my keys to my apartment. So the only thing that I can do is text Paul in apartment 8. Who's Paul? Well, one time I locked myself out of my apartment, and Paul let me crawl through his window up the fire escape to break into my apartment. So um, I texted him, and I was like, hey, I locked myself out. Can you help me? To which he said yes. So I show up in my ex-boyfriend's sweatpants, Crocs, and socks, really hitting an all-time low. And I crawl through his window. It's pouring rain. I don't know if you're aware, but Crocs have zero traction. So I'm like slipping up the steps. And he's like, please just let me go up there. And I'm like, stay down there. Also, you guys, Paul is not Steph's roommate. Paul is the neighbor downstairs. Yeah, he lives below me. So I crawled through this complete stranger's apartment window for the second time. Um, and then he texts me and asks me out for a drink, which shows us that Paul needs higher standards because, again, Crocs and socks, baby. But he left you a present on the yes, fire escape. Yes, so after I, like, politely declined the offer to go across the street to Lucy's, he was like, well, you seem like you really need a drink. I'm going to leave you a white claw on your fire escape. And he did. I can't <laughs> he did. Believe. But how did he know that you're obsessed with white claw? I don't know. It's weird. Do you that think is, he stopped I mean, you? he saw the most basic-ass white girl in Crocs and was like, she must love white claw. Do you really think so? Or do you think... He tried to find you on Instagram and saw no, I doubt it. I, I doubt know. it. I don't know either. Which but... brings us into our next level of stalking. Oh yes, <laughs> guys, we had a crazy trip up here today. We did. Um, we met a dog, the we cutest did. dog, the cutest dog, Jack Russell Beagle mix, um, just like Penny, just like Penny. Her name is Deli, and her owner's cute too. He was so cute, and he was like, we were staring at the dog. We get on the train, we're staring at this dog from across the way on the subway and we're star- we're like just looking at this dog like with those we're giving her puppy eyes right back we're basically just saying please oh. let us just pet your dog love your dog and so he invited us to he yeah, said he's you like can you can pet her, her. And, and we then, both like run over and we're putting our knees down on the subway because yeah, we like didn't care I mean you when it comes to dogs you just make sacrifices um so we got to talking to this dude we got his dog's name did not get his name because we're fucking idiots 
Um, but I he thought was so Steph cool. was going to take the lead and ask all the questions, and I'm just like, oh. He was so cool, and he said he was going to listen to us. So if you're listening, um, I don't know, find us on social media, be my friend. Getting to the stalking element, we kind of, I mean, I hope that he's listening. Oh, we definitely searched through like 50 different books written about cannabis and employment trying to find him. Yeah, we used like every keyword that he told us in like the five minutes we were on the train with him. Yes. He got off way too soon, and I was trying to like plan out my questions because we thought we were going to get him to like 34th Street, but he like got off in Brooklyn. And And we didn't, and we didn't, so. I care more about his dog than I do him. <laughs> you know what? That's kind of okay. Yeah. So, um, cool. Well, we, again, have an awesome guest. We're go- going to go grab her, and then we're going to dive into this episode. Hell yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so today we have with us our guest, Christiana Jackson. Hey, what's up? Hello. Hi. So I met Christiana at an awesome comedy show called Bitches Brew. Um, She was on a comedy show that I produced at Halyards. And when I met her, we're in the middle of this bar, and she just (laughs) full-ass whipped out a container full of food that she had meal prepped. And then, so, I was like, I want to be her best friend. (laughs) So then we started talking, and she's like, yeah, I make ice cream. And so I just fell in love with her instantly. Wait, you took out a container of ice cream? No, No, of food. I'm like, what? I'm almost piggy if I had a container of ice cream. Amazing. Like, dry ice and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Just pull it all out of my bag. Like, hold on a second. Let me get some whipped cream. (laughs) No, 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 no. I had, like, I, I, like, I cook a lot of my food. And so then, especially because shows are so late, like when you get out, there's not a lot of like healthy food options, and I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Though it doesn't appear that way, but uh, oh, shut up! No, 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 it doesn't. I I should really be a lot. Your skin thinner is than glowing that. though. You have great this, skin. So uh, I have a fever. That's what. <laughs> it's sweat. It's not. It's not Corona. You're it's just listening. a regular. Actually, it's a regular fever. But uh, no. So like, but like for the way that I eat, though, I should actually be a lot smaller. I yeah. eat a lot of. I eat mainly like fruits, but. Uh, Whatever. But so anyway, there's not a lot of food options, so I usually have stuff. I have an orange in my bag. I actually ate some soup on the way down. <laughs> yes. And then, like, this one kid got off the train. He said to his dad, he's like, why does it smell like bad meatloaf? I'm like, because it's soup. Well, I didn't tell him that, but I was just sitting there eating my soup. It's like, like, mind your business, youth. Word. I wanted to be like, it's leeks. You're like five years old. You don't, yeah, you're you not going to like the smell of leeks You yet. don't know what good is. You had soup on the subway? Yeah, I just ate it. You're so talented. I don't know if I, I didn't make it on the subway. I know, but you, I mean, but that's that really would be hard. Even more that like I stare at women on the subway in the morning who put their eyeliner on on a moving subway. Oh yeah, I'm no, like, I can't How? do that. I would stab myself in the face. But you had a full soup. Yeah, well, it was just in a, it was just in a like a little container. <laughs> She's working you know out. What? That is talent, and <laughs> I applaud talent. that. That's well, amazing. I had to because otherwise, I'm like, you will die. Basically, I had a I, now. I don't have a fever. I just have a cold. But, like, I have been, I think, overwhelming my system with too many real medicines and then fake medicines. Like, let me put some oregano on my feet. Let me take some elderberry. Let me take some alcohol seltzer. It's my oh, body yeah. is kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, All right? Yeah, We're already dealing lot. with a cold or yeah. whatever. And so then I was like, I was like, you need to, you have to eat something or else you're going to be totally loopy. Or than I usually Loopier, am. Loopier, yes. Yeah. I love loopy. Um, so you are a comic in the city. Tell yes. us a little bit about that. Yeah. When you got started. 
Okay, cool. So I started this summer will make seven years ago when wow. I started performing. Nice. And then I started writing uh, the the September before that. Okay. I was always writing jokes for myself just because my whole life mode has been trying to keep myself entertained because mm-hmm. life's pretty boring. So, you got to uh, keep yourself entertained. Exactly. So I would always write like little things to myself. And then I would just like, if I was bored, I would look back and be like, oh, I remember that happened. That thing was funny. So when I started like properly writing jokes, I was like, this isn't, why isn't this that hard? I'm like, because you've been writing jokes. This just whole not, time. Just not as jokes. You've just yes. been writing these things down and observations and all this stuff. But then I was too broke to like go to mics at the time, which that, now that I'm a comic, I'm like, I would have been amongst my people. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad that I didn't though. But uh, So I was too broke. So I was just writing and writing and writing. Mm-hmm. And then I started performing yeah, the following summer. Nice. What did you yeah. do before then? Oh, I'm a real estate broker. Nice. So I, I left my, my full-time <laughs> job. Uh, this past summer, like this past August. Congratulations. So, thank nice. you. Um, I mean, I'm going through my savings. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a struggle. Yeah. I saved to take a break. I needed to. It was too much. Doing real estate full time and then doing comedy full time was completely insane. Yeah. And you do. You definitely do comedy full time. Yeah. You are constantly going. What's your day to day like? Ooh. Okay. Now. Okay. I'll wake up. Usually I debate if I should go back to sleep if I should eat something or jerk off, then <laughs> that takes like an hour of my day. Cause then other stuff's happening. Cause that's the thing. Like I, I'll go to bed super late. You should go to bed probably around like three to five o'clock. But then after four hours, I have to get up to pee. And then, but then people start hitting you up. Like the day started. Booty so it's call. Like, oh, oh no. no. I mean like spots. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I mean that too. That I don't, that <laughs> Sorry. Won't, that, that doesn't, that'll, no, that's regular. I, been, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I'll respond to them later. all hours of the day. <laughs> yeah. It's more like spots. Like I'll be like, oh, I should wake oh, cool. up. Then I'm like, oh, I have to send someone this. I have to do this, that, blah, blah. Yeah, I can do this. So like, so then I'm like awake and then my mind will start thinking of jokes. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so then, I have to, then I'll eventually have breakfast. And then I've been doing cardio every other day. So then I'll do an hour of cardio every other day. And then I cook a lot. And then I'll, oh, I do like stuff around the house. I'm a cancer. So I'm very much about my house being in order. I love it. Mm -hmm. And then, so it's great because now the whole first half of the day, I'm just alone in my apartment. Being productive. Yeah, being productive. Productivity is actually very important to me to a point where it's kind of sad. Like That's not sad. Well, no, we both relate, I think. We're the I'm very type A and so I have to be productive and have things in order. Otherwise, if my surroundings are chaotic, I'm chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like how it feels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to feel very but I like being productive specifically. Like I'm like, my productivity is at an all time high. I'm like, (laughs) who's your boss? Relax. So then you're working for yourself. (laughs) Just take a chill pill. Take a fifteen minute break. Word. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm trying to like balance it out and then and then i'll run around all night um and then somewhere there's dick in the middle of all this oh sure yeah 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 lucky you (laughs) (laughs) i've been good this year i've slowed down dramatically really the facebook statuses say otherwise (laughs) well i still have comments about things but i i i've slowed well for me i've slowed down the last show um that you did for me we walked out of the bar <laughs> and i'm waiting with a group of comics for an uber and i'm like oh do you like need a ride are you taking the train and she's like no this um this dude that i'm about to fuck is picking me up 
homeboy rolls up in a moving truck. Like, I don't even know what this truck was. Oh, it yeah. was a huge-ass box truck. And I'm like, are you going to get kidnapped? I'm, like, making mental notes of what she's wearing in case I have to make a statement to the police. I wish you could all see my face right now. She, like, can hardly climb into the truck. Oh, it's yeah. so high That's up. what I was thinking. Like, everyone probably thinks I just got, like, sex trafficked. But no. Yes. It was, it was worse than that. He just watched Kung Fu Hustle the whole time he had sex. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, like not like not casually. Like was not looking at me. Like like I wasn't a person. We discussed this the last time that I uh my ex, the first time that we slept together, we were watching Earth to Echo. During? Which is yes. And what? and I dated him for three years. No. That's when I was like, You're going to therapy. No, no. <laughs> it's that makes me so sad. I heard this rumor recently about one of my favorite actors leonardo dicaprio mm-hmm. mm, i bet and he's trash in bed so here's what i heard <laughs> he's too handsome I heard, not anymore but he was no he was i kind of like his dad bod situation now but anyway i heard that he was fucking this girl and he put his airpods in weird right i would never what if i were that girl to? i wonder yeah. No, yeah. What do you think he was listening to? I though? don't know, but I would be like... Maybe porn. Maybe her, her sounds fucker. were annoying. <laughs> so he's like, I'm just going to throw on some Pornhub, listen to other people fucking while I fuck you. That's so I rude. What was, if he was listening to Celine Dion? I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's like my heart will go on. Yeah, no, this guy like totally watched... And it had subtitles. So if he's like, what? And I said to him, like, are you just going to watch the movie? And he was like, it's a good movie. Uh, and I was like, oh, this motherfucker. You know what else he is good? Doesn't... Pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what's even, you know what? Yeah. I, what, the, the conclusion of that story is I have revenge sucked his dick, basically. What she is message he didn't, Neither of us mean. finished, right? And then he just, I thought he was finally finished because he made a sound for once. And so then, then he was like. <laughs> He was like, he's like, oh, so uh, he's like, can you finish me off? And I was like, well, I didn't finish either. And he was like, oh, you didn't finish? And I was like, no. No. I mean, obviously, how would he know? He was in the midst of a movie. So um, <laughs> so then I was like, so I remember looking at his dick thing, like, I haven't sucked a dick this big in a long time. The thing, I'm a pervert, but I'm very also strategic about things. I have a Capricorn moon. So I'm very, I was like, okay, wait a second. It's been a long time since you sucked a dick this big. So you should probably practice. And then also I was like, if you suck his dick really good. He's never going to forget you, and you're never going to fuck him again. That was my revenge. That's how. That's the petty cancer in me. I was like, oh, I'll suck your dick, bro. I will suck your dick so good and never <laughs> suck your dick again. And you're never going to fucking forget me as much as you're trying to dissociate yourself from me by watching a movie. And that's exactly what I did. And then, like, the next day I was at a show, and he was like, hey, what are you up to? And I was like, mm. Well, he wanted to go to a sex party, a masked sex party. I was like, great. So you still don't want to look at my face, basically. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but your revenge sucked a stick, so power move. Oh, no. I mean, it all is. of us it have been doing it move. wrong the whole fucking time. Like, you told yeah. me this, and I was like, shit. It makes amazing. so much sense. I'm petty. You know what? I'm petty and it. powerful. That's what it's, it's equal things. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. No problem, motherfucker. I'm going to suck the shit out of your dick and never do it again. Never yeah. do it again. Mm-hmm. Leave him on red. Yeah. Don't even answer him anymore. Oh, no. I, I like answer because I said to him, I was like, oh, oh, because when he hit me up, I was like, oh, he goes, oh, I'm going to the sex party. I was like, is it for watching movies or having sex? <laughs> I was like, yes, I got my roasted. <laughs> so yeah. And he was like, hoo, hoo, hoo. And I was like, I'm at a show. Yeah. It's more important than you. Well, sucks done. to suck. Mm. Sucks to suck. Your dick, dick never, ever again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So um, as we all know, the 
you know, point of this podcast is to talk secrets um, or things that we're not very open about, um, things we may find embarrassing. And so we've asked you to come up with a secret that we can discuss that maybe not everyone knows about you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm one of the few comics who believe in God, which is uh, very... Whoa. I know, right? Especially after all that, people are like, hell no. I know. They're like, dick-sucking <laughs> like, to the Lord. This heathen bitch. What? <laughs> Or these two things. Well, this is why it's it's fascinating because we have so many questions about how the two things, you know, how you balance them, I guess. So my first thing is people who believe in God don't always associate that belief with religion. Yes. Do you associate, do you, you know, identify as like a certain religion? Um, I wouldn't say I identify with a religion. Yeah. Um, I've always been like a very, like I grew up in a, my family was, my, my external, my uh, extended family was very religious. Okay. Like my family's from the South, so we have a very Baptist family. Yeah. My parents didn't raise us in the church, but they raised us more like on like new ages shit, like meditating and like smudging, all the stuff that's like cool and Bushwick now. It's like, Absolutely. I grew up Park with this shit. Slope, yeah. yeah. I'm like <laughs> smudging. That's not yeah. new. I've been doing this since I was a kid. My right. dad makes fun of me for it because he didn't get it. He saw my sage bundle. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, Dad, this is to cleanse my space. Word. And he's like, huh? <laughs> Who raised you? Yeah. And I'm like, me. I raised me. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's my own fucking path. Yeah. How about that, Pops? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So I grew up like like I grew up like that, like very granola kind of stuff. You know, like immersing yourself in like light, praying, that kind of stuff. So, like, that's how I grew up. And I think that there was a point like where... Like as an adult, I wasn't really. I always like I didn't have a I didn't have a a regimented thing. Like I knew that I believed in God, but I didn't have like it wasn't like a part of my life unless there was like an emergency or something that I would pray. Um, I definitely believe in the pro- power of prayer. I definitely believe like there are definitely times in my life where I'm like some type of positive something like, something I have my back. But I'd say that the distinct marker was the first time I went to to Cuba. I've been to Cuba a bunch of times, and the first time I went, I mean, this was like nine years ago so it was completely isolated from the outside world there was no like wi-fi there was very little americans whatever whatever what did you guys do no, i'm just kidding. how did you survive oh, it was dope it was dope because you, sure. uh, you talk to people in their face oh, what I the can't. fuck is that I like don't know what that means. like we're doing it right now and we still have headphones mic i'm All connected to three wi-fis yeah 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 um but so like, there were so many things in during that trip that could have gone wrong like real left i was by myself Mm-hmm. And I just like plunked down in, in you know the middle of Havana, like, hey, what's up? And uh, I mean, Cuba's super safe, so it's not like that. But just so many things could have gone wrong during my trip, and I I just started to understand like that, you know, like I felt like that was the beginning of my own spiritual path and understanding that, like something was kind of protecting and guiding me. Um, and then and also Cuba's just a very spiritual country. Like I never knew that. That's cool. Yeah, Cuba's a super super super. Uh, spiritual and like religious country so it's 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 nice to be able to like when i'm down there for example like uh the last time i went no two times ago when i went um i was just gonna go to a church just to pray just to say like thank you whatever whatever because i've been through a bunch of shit between my trips and you just be like oh yeah i'm gonna go to the church people are just like oh yeah okay go ahead nobody's like you know you do that here people are like what what you're going why Why? are you going to a church you know there's like a stigma against it so it is nice to be in a place where you can be open about being a spiritual person or someone who believes in god but it's also not 
attached to judgment or laws. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I understand why there's a stigma here because it's laws are decided by people who serve, have you certain know, beliefs. Have certain beliefs, suppose you know, like, and, and then there's just so a lot of judgment associated with well, yeah, spirituality and religion and God and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it is nice for me, like, to just to be able to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna go, like, yeah. Um, and then there's certain saints that actually uh, are very popular in Cuba that I do pray to. Like, I went through a huge, huge, uh, like, medical problem. And I remember I, pay, I prayed to the patron saint of Cuba because the legend is, her name is Cacaridad. Uh, and so the legend is that there was a, there was a storm and then there were two, uh, like, two slave owners and their slave. And they were, like, in a storm in the water. And then she came and she, like, shone her light and she brought them to shore. So you're supposed to pray to her when you're going through, like, a huge, like, a dangerous time or a transition. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I have low blood platelets naturally. My body just destroys them, Uh, which is funny. I always say, like, they say comics have a self-destructive side. Mine's just on a cellular level. So that's basically what what I deal with. Quite literally self-destructive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, No drugs for me. Um, So, but so, uh, so they were, like, dangerously low when I was on the edge of death. Like I shouldn't be wow, here right now. Wow. Like a hundred percent should not be here. And I kind of subconsciously knew, like, I think I'm dying. So I remember that night I like took the the prayer card that I got from her church, like all the way out in Santiago de Cuba, which is the other, other end of the Island. And I like, I like, I'd never prayed like specifically to that card, but I like prayed and I slept with it under my bed. I was like, just please get me through tonight. Just please like get me through to the next day. And then I still didn't go to the doctor till like two days later. And oh then, my gosh, yeah. you sound like me. Yeah. Oh, but you're, and you're fucking alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So that, that's so, there's so much there to unpack, I feel like. Um, What I love that you touched on is going there and how going, the idea, the concept of going to a church is so different here because it's so stigmatized here. And I grew up in a very religious household where my mom, well, my dad is atheist. Mm. My parents are divorced, but my mom um, is Christian. Mm. And so I spent a lot of time in youth group and church and separating myself from the church. I believe in God, but I don't believe in organized religion now, yeah. which almost feels like a cliche thing to say. No, no, but it's it's a big distinction. Yeah, because I, you know, there are so many, and it's also hard for me. It was hard for me when I separated myself from the church to break apart things that I was taught by them. So yeah. like premarital sex, obviously I was taught that it was this huge shameful thing. And so for, it took a lot of active work on my part to, um, dissociate sex from shame. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think that you make a really valid point though. People here have such a bad idea of the church because of the amount of judgment that is like yeah. consumed within those four walls. And created. controversy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lots of controversy. I mean, even like, and we're so political now here. Yes. Everything is so political, um, which has its pros and cons, but I th- feel like the church has become one of the most political places. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing about, I guess, having a dictatorship. There's no, the church has no influence in yeah. politics. Yeah. They're yeah. just, they're just running the show. Everyone's just like, all right, well. We're here. Yeah. I mean, they're, especially there, they, they couldn't actually even celebrate, do anything religious for like decades. Wow. So, uh, so that is a whole nother thing. But like, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I actually want to backtrack, actually. I think like the first time I had a real, like private, my own as an adult spiritual experience 
was in in Notre Dame. I was one of the people that was sad when Notre Dame caught on fire. Was any were you guys sad about I was that? Very sad. Yeah. Of you know, course. so people were like, "Why are people crying about a church?" I'm like, "Cause it's Notre Dame. It's fucking amazing." It's, like, and as amazing. a Jewish person, I was devastated to hear all of that. Yeah, it was sad. Yeah. But it was. I remember going to Notre Dame and just feeling very at peace. And just for some reason, like wanting, I spent a lot of time in that church, like even just sitting and just like absorbing the energy of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like it that, and then also the the patron saint of Paris spent a lot of time in her uh, church as well, Saint Genevieve. And it just, it just, there's like a, an energy about. It. Not every church is like that, but there was definitely an energy about both of those churches where I felt something that I hadn't felt in probably like a decade. Where I was like, okay, felt like an opening. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a lot yeah that's awesome um so do you feel like you intentionally separate your belief in god from your comedy no no <laughs> i'm like do you feel like you intentionally don't we're just curious about is there again in this industry this specific industry like a stigma against the belief in god oh yeah i mean i don't talk about it to people because i i respect everyone has their own spiritual beliefs yeah, and yeah, paths absolutely so that's the thing like my life experience is different from somebody else's things that have happened in my life are the reason why I have faith. But if someone hasn't been through certain things that I have, I can understand they're just like, I don't understand. I'd say, yeah, you can't prove some shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to be like, well, this thing happened. And then that made me think this thing. But if that person hasn't gone through those experiences, but of course in comedy, like most, especially in New York, uh, just being in New York, period. A lot heathens. of heathens. Everyone's a heathen here. <laughs> We're all corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> we are. But it's you know like a lot of people don't believe in God, and I respect that. That's so I'm not even going to bring up the. First of all, I'm not going to give someone an issue. I'm not going to give someone a reason to debate. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I don't even want to debate it. It's just like I believe what I believe, and you believe what you believe. And, and that's whatever. exactly how it should be. There shouldn't be this argument where someone has to be right or wrong. Let's just live exactly. in peace. And let each other live our lives. Yeah. So I don't even bring it up. But then I know that if I did bring it up, people would be like, hmm. And then also considering because I'm such a, I'm myself and I'm a very dirty comic, I think people would really be like, hmm, really? Yeah. (laughs) You pray? (laughs) Tell me more. I'm fascinated by that. (laughs) No, I think it's awesome because, like I said, especially for people like me who grew up in the church specifically, and to, you know, meet someone who's hilarious and talks about sucking dick on stage, and it's like, I love, like, I believe in God. I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm blessed there's, with dick. I'm blessed with dick. How would I not believe in God? <laughs> All the good sex I've had, come You've on. You've manifested it. Exactly. It Sometimes that's where I come and I'd be like, people are like, oh, how do you get I'm like, oh, God's blessed me. <laughs> God knows what I need. There are times where I've literally been like, listen, I'm on the edge and want to murder somebody. You know. Hook it up. <laughs> Do your and thing. then I'll be like, then like someone will text me like 10 minutes later. I'm like, ah, you, wow. you got my back, God. You fucking oh, know see, me. Again, I've been doing connect. it wrong. <laughs> You're learning so much. So much. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. It is so good. Um, but I think it's great that, that you do that, that you're open about your sexuality and that you are, you know, at least on this podcast, being open about your belief because I hope that there's someone who is listening and is like, you can love dick and, like, believe in of God. Of course. I mean, God made that dick. You might as well enjoy it, See, right? That's true. That's a blessing in itself. But I think also, I, I will say, like, so my family, we didn't, it's kind of weird because my parents didn't raise us in the church. But, like, my stepdad was raised Catholic, and then my mom was raised 
born again. So they didn't raise us in the church, but they were both raised indoctrinated. So there's like this umbrella where you weren't in the church, but those... Oh, yeah. They were definitely raised us with like cer- a certain... Uh, vi- oh, yeah. Like my parents are not at all... They don't. They don't. Have they seen your comedy? Uh, no. Well, my mom <laughs> saw me when I first started like years ago. Okay. And I think my set was... I think I cleaned it up a little bit for her. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, That's so generous of you because really I nice. did a few shows in Michigan. Um, when I went home last time and I didn't clean it up and my mom was there and I was just like, sorry, mom. And also you're never getting grandbabies. <laughs> yeah. So that was generous. That was nice. I didn't you. have that many jokes back then. So it was easy to clean up. I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had a five minute set. Like I was just starting. So it was yeah. just like, well, I will tell a couple of these jokes. And I'll tell a couple of these jokes, but no, they definitely would not be like, yeah, that's my, my mom won't even like anything like on Facebook, like she's she's my mom is. Oh my like god, your super... mom is on your Facebook. Yeah, but she doesn't read it. Like she's okay. not. I don't have a very close relationship with my parents. Okay. So like okay. neither of them like my stepdad. No, my parents got divorced, and I was like, bye. I I didn't yeah. like you ever. Um, good to see you. Okay, <laughs> bye. Um, but then like my mom, my mom is like a super, like she would not approve. She would definitely think like. That I was, she probably, I know that she thinks I'm a heathen. I know that she's probably also laughing at the things that I'm talking oh, about. Oh, 100%. But I know that she, she wouldn't won't admit like it. it also because I don't think she would want people that are in her circle to see that she's uh, liking my stuff. Because yeah. there's that stigma attached, Yeah, right? and, and that's yeah. the problem with yeah. it. That's the huge problem is with my experience in the church and with religion was that I felt like I had to hide this part of me. Um, and I think that if we could all just come to a balance where you can even, you know, claim that you're a Christian and believe in God and also be able to laugh at my former pastor, I love him to death, Adam Lockhart, shout out. Um, and he is just incredible and he's, you know, his mentality is everything that we're discussing here where like he, he recommended that I, um, watch the righteous gemstones, which I don't oh, know if you've yeah, watched, yeah, yeah. but so for a pastor to be like this show, like, you know, yeah. is hilarious. You should watch it. You're going to relate in so many ways. And like he recommended high fidelity and right. he was also so much that that church experience made me, I was very bitter and like hateful towards the church for a long time. I had some horrible things happened there yeah. um but my experience um at his church kind of changed i i still don't want to associate myself with a church or with religion but it did change me and my feelings because i remember we were talking about black friday and how shitty it is that people have to like work on black friday and work on thanksgiving and so we woke up really early and we got a bunch of cookies and like a few gallons of coffee and just took them to the mall to the employees and not once were we like oh we're from this like church or oh like you know jesus loves you it was just like gosh like it fucking sucks to be a human sometimes here's some coffee and cookies we know that people suck we've all worked retail and that's really i i think if all churches had that mentality and all pastors (laughs) had that mentality um that stigma would slowly start fading away uh, uh, as far as the church being this like bad place totally and i think that all religions have the opportunity to be community oriented and service oriented for that it's just being a good person at the end of the day right yeah 100 yeah. percent. and religion it, it doesn't i mean if you believe you can believe in whatever you believe in but religion doesn't really matter it's about how we all stand together and do good and have Treat awesome people. etiquette and do the right thing yeah absolutely um but i was just thinking back to what you were saying about your parents and mm-hmm. how 
they are going to be listening to what you're saying, but they may not necessarily in front of their friends support it. I'm thinking about how my parents are huge fans of this podcast and they're oh. so excited about what they're Steph so are doing. Cute. Great parents. I they're like, so don't cute. want them to hear me talk about sucking dick and all that other <laughs> stuff. Like, I want to be like, Mom, I don't know if you should listen to this. But why do we have, like, why did I grow up in a, not, I don't want to say sex negative or sex positive, but. When we, I don't think I spoke to my mom about like my specific sexual awakening and what that was like. Oh yeah, no, I mean I never had those types of conversations with my mom at all. Yeah, but I think the thing is like for me when I don't know if either of you have ever gone through like a like a proper like near death situation, but it's like a turning point. Like I honestly I understood like well, well I'm here and I'm I feel like I was saved and I'm here for a reason and I'm not here to not be myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of like what. Like, I've had comics be like, oh, you're so, like, raw on stage. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't know. Like, I have I almost died. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to just be, like, to, to censor myself yeah. or not. Not that I was like that before, but it just kind of pushed me even further just to be like, we got to make, we got to take advantage of the time that I have. And then I'm here for a reason. Yeah. And I'm here to be myself. I've always, I've always felt that way, but it's like, I'm here to, to fully uh, express what I have to express while I'm here. And so that, to me, is like the i think that's why it's easy for me to just be so um upfront about things because it's just like well i don't think god you know was like hey man hang in there to be like let okay, this well, mediocre life about- yeah, yeah yeah exactly like like i'm I, i'm here i feel like i'm not like on a mission from god like that's too much but but you know what i mean but <laughs> i do suck definitely dick. no sorry <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> that's definitely not sorry to here. all of our moms no. <laughs> If there's any show I'm not sucking dick, men know that. I'll be like, I can't meet you right now. I have a show. That's why I'm here. Not, I'll talk yeah. about it and then do it later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I think that's like really what uh, what has pushed me to just be like, yeah, let's go for it. We have to. We have to do this. We have to be ourselves. But then also, I I do think that like it's important because I do feel like women, especially, there is still so much stigma for us around sex totally. and sexuality, and uh, I'm just over it. Yeah. I love how openly you talk about your sexuality. That we need inspiring. to go to a show so you can see. I need to the, say. the whole reason I was like, oh, we are, my friend Erin was in town when we saw you. And I was like, we're definitely hanging out and trying to talk to her. Because we just <laughs> laughed, like genuinely laughed at your jokes and your material. And it was because it was so relatable. And it was stuff that I remember her looking at me and being like, I could never fucking say that from stage. That girl's so badass. And I was like, I know, right? And so. So um, you do have that sense of openness and that just genuine vibe that you give off. Oh, thank you. Yeah, That's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well done. I think it's important. I think women we should have we should be having fun. Absolutely. And then also it's New York. Like there's, there's a city yeah. full of trash fuckboys. Why are we getting our hearts broken? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. For are you what? talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> talking to everybody. <laughs> I feel attacked. No. Um, no, it's like all of I mean, I've gone through a lot of obviously, you know, we're Facebook friends, so Yes. I mean that's a thing where I'm just like, mm, I've I've had to like go through Can I pick my favorite Facebook status of yours and like share it on oh, our yeah. page? Hell yeah, cool. Of course. <laughs> oh I can't wait. It's um, so good. I just feel feel like dating is such uh such bullshit in New York. You just have fun. 
And yeah. not get, I feel like too often where we get our feelings invested and it's just like, and the How do you people. not though? How do you not do that? I, I'm learning. I mean, I've been in therapy tackling many issues, but this is one of them because I hate most people. And yeah. so when I find someone that I genuinely enjoy being around, I like sink my claws in. Yeah, it's and hard. white claws in. My, I sink my white claws <laughs> she in. She loves white I love claw. fucking white claws. I had to. Um, <laughs> and so it, it's difficult for me because when I'm in, I'm in. And I'm the same with my friends. Like when you're in my corner, you're in my fucking corner. You could call me anytime, any day and I'm there. And so how do you, at what point do you think, okay, I I have to like stop investing so much in this person? I think so. I started to understand like, um, after I went through like a major breakup in my late twenties, I started to really look at men and understand what they were about. And be like, is this a guy for fun? Is this a guy for dating? Is this a guy for a relationship? Mm -hmm. And then even a relationship. You, I mean, you can just you can analyze a dude. I don't. I work in real estate, so I think between working in real estate and having to read people, yeah. mm-hmm. and then also just like fucking a lot of dudes or just spending time or getting to know a lot of dudes, I'm pretty good at being able to categorize and also just asking questions. Yeah, I'll just bluntly ask a question like, "What I are you looking for?" I think I can for? discern pretty. Oh, so I'm not as blunt, but oh, like no, you I have do to feel be. like I can discern like a fuck boy, which doesn't always stop me from like yeah, you know, getting in that situation um but no i'm not good at just being like hey we've been hanging out and i like you what's no, going no, you on gotta, you have to be as blunt as possible number one i don't because you know how men would be like women play games so i'm always like oh i'm not gonna play any games with you we're gonna That's be how I feel. as blunt as possible and then we can figure out where the like wh- what we're doing but so i would ask very like what are you looking for and then i would then i would understand it is this person even like there are men that i have loved like deeply loved and understood like i can never be with this person yeah, I can never hard. be with this person. I love them, but this is not the kind of person who's good for my life. Well, this you're is not very what good I at want. boundaries then because I – yeah, as soon as I feel that love, I'm like it's hard for me to shut it down and turn it off. But you put yourself first, which is admirable. Well, I mean I think also I'm, I'm going to be 39 this year. So I've, I've been just – Oh my gosh, and you're sitting here talking about fruits and vegetables not doing you good. You, I thought, I literally thought you were maybe 30. I had no idea oh, this yeah, whole no. time. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I've just Holy been through a, a years of, of dealing with dudes. Yeah, and, you're over that. You're over that. Well, yeah, but also just like you start to kind of understand like, oh, okay, this person's going to waste my time. This person's looking for this, this person. But it's like, you have to put, yeah, if you understand what you want from somebody and then understand, then try to see like, is this person... Can they give me what I want? Or are they willing to? Then it makes it easier to kind of be like, oh, okay, cool. The other thing is, if you have conf- pussy confidence is everything. That's true. You could do what I did and tell your future husband that you love them on the first date. The first date. Okay, that's different. Why? But- is it? Why? Yes. You're, no, you you're, got you're fucking husband? lucky. Her, you, her husband is one of, like, I will not marry anyone who does not treat her husband her treat me the way her husband treats me like wow. he he was coming to hang out with us last night and he's like can i bring you and stephanie some treats like he's just mm. he's so every time i come over he's like why Let am me i make talking you a cocktail. i need to be talking to you yeah and the first date she told I him that she it. loved him wow. i like did it kind of and it worked out it worked accident. for her wow oh, i felt his energy and i'm like if this guy is real i'm just i don't know what i'm gonna do and he's exactly we met online and he was exactly Which app? what we met before apps. It was on okcupid.com. Mm. And so he wrote me this like beautiful love letter when he like 
analyzed my profile and was like, I literally love everything about you. And I'm like, yeah, you seem really – and he wrote me this very long letter. And I wrote him a very long letter back. And we just started like pen palling. And we met two weeks later. And I'm like, I'm – think I'm like in love with him do I say that and it like slipped out I wasn't drunk or anything and he walked me to my train and as the doors were shutting I like kissed him goodbye and I'm like I think I'm in love with you I mean a few weeks ago a guy messaged me on Bumble and asked if I like food so we're not on the same journey we are not living the same life what did he do he just went like sup ma you like food literally he was like so you like food I was like what the fuck I hate Bumble I think Bumble's the worst I was on Bumble and Hinge until I started liking someone and I deleted all of them well we fell in love on Bumble yeah, we did. We met on Bumble BFF, and the first time we ever hung out, we recorded an episode. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We've known each other for a couple weeks. couple weeks, and we are... Uh, uh, We're in it. Joined at the hip. So, yeah. Lee, you're like, you're like about it. You're like, you know what? This right out the gate. Absolutely. Yes, I when love I you. When I pick up on someone's energy, I'm like, yeah, you're good. You're a good person. Yeah. yeah. You're so good you have me. the discernment then. Yeah. But know. I think... See, I think that's what's tricky. Like, you can make good people, but then you still know that person's not right for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what's tricky. Like, did you guys watch Fleabag? Uh, I started it. I didn't finish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I watched the finale yesterday, and that let me tell you, the last two minutes of the of the show split me open emotionally, really? completely. Like, I I don't cry very often, and I was I was like, how am I going to go to a show now? <laughs> <laughs> I want to give it a shot and watch that whole thing. It's really yeah, I love British comedy, so yeah, I like yeah, yeah. I was like right at my eye. I was like, yeah, I didn't know this was British. It's great. Um, it was it was beautiful. But then I just I feel like sometimes you meet people, and even if they are good people, they're still that's still not your person, and that's what that's like really that's what's like really I think the lesson that we need to teach children about relationships and love. Mm-hmm. Is that love is is complicated, and just because you love someone doesn't, it's not enough to make a relationship like work. Mm-hmm. It's a component, but it's definitely not enough, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's like the most important thing I think that we need to teach. I don't know if I'm gonna have kids at this point because I'm getting old, but <laughs> but no, I mean eggs wise. I'm not saying that like <laughs> no, it's just yeah. factually. Yeah. Um, and I have not met a non-trash man to have a baby with. But if I do that, fine. <laughs> but if I have kids, I'm like ah, there's no. I'm not gonna raise them on romantic comments. But like, yo, let's watch this like 1952 Italian drama and let's see how heartbreak works. <laughs> Can I be your kid? <laughs> Can you teach me your ways? <laughs> I just think it's important. Like our American yeah. view of of oh, love and so relationships. Skewed. Yeah, it's yeah. formulaic. It's not realistic. It doesn't understand like the nuances of connections and different types of loves. And then once again, like truly loving someone, but knowing like that person is not the right person for you. Yeah, that's why you gotta like. If you think about like, what do I need in a relationship? What do I need from a partner? What do I need from a person? That makes it easier to kind of look at a guy and be like, just zoom out and be like, I love him, but his life is a mess. Mm-hmm. He still he doesn't have steady work. He still lives with his mama. Uh, what's his credit like? You know what I mean? Like once what's you, especially his once you, like? no, yeah. seriously, because oh, yeah, once you start sure. getting older, like I don't have time for some man who's have his shit together. No, uh-huh. I've done, and I—that's the point I'm at too—is where I've been single for two years now, and I rather just be this way versus, uh, you know, have some guy who is living with me for free, which was my past yeah. two relationships. Like both of them pretty much crashed with me for free. I took care of them financially, emotionally, and all of the ways you could imagine. Yeah. And I am spent. I don't want to do that. I want to be in a partnership, If I, yes. you know. And when the time comes for me to have children, then I will take care of exactly. them, you know. Because like, you never know. I don't want to be with a man-child who depends on me. Exactly. And I think that's that's what's tricky about where we're at now. 
now is like as a society is I feel like the balance of power is shifting. That is so true. And then there's so many men that now you have to wonder, like if I meet a guy, I'm like, why is this man? Does he want me for my pussy? Does he want me? Cause I have a nice apartment. I've had many men tell me they've missed my couch. I'm not even <laughs> kidding you. I just got a couch. I hope someone misses mine soon. No, no, soon. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not good. Like it's just, oh. just kind of like, fuck you, man. What about me? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm the person who bought this couch. Or like, right. you, like, yeah, it's like, do you, do you miss me? Because I, I'm a good cook. Like, why do you, why do you miss me? Because, because, or what do, is or it that I offer? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. is it because of me or is it because of my lifestyle mm-hmm. or because I have my shit together so you don't have to get your shit? You know what I mean? Like, well, what is this? It's too much of that. Like, why is this guy? It's not even like, oh, this guy just wants to fuck me. It's like, this guy just wants to fuck me and he wants to live in my rent stabilized apartment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's like the tricky thing now, especially where, and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being supportive of a man. Of course not. No. But if he's not, but I feel like with men these days, they want you to literally do shoulder everything they want you to support them financially emotionally like you said and then of course sexually and then those men still might not be loyal right you know yeah, what i mean watch movies yeah. while you're fucking yeah watch oh no movies. that was not uh what was it kung fu panda <laughs> yeah no it was <laughs> that been worse. kung fu hustle i mean still not good <laughs> i mean kung fu hustle is a great movie i don't want anyone to yeah, think i don't want you guys to get you trolls, know what's better kung sex. fu hustle trolls like sex is better <laughs> i do love that movie even though it's been ruined for me now but like but i think that's a tricky thing where like women and a lot of women will sign up for it because they're lonely mm-hmm. sometimes i'm like how the fuck am i supposed to have standards when women are marrying these comics no if you're not happy it's not worth it yeah, yeah, it's honestly not worth and it. And I'd rather be alone than stressful. settle and be exactly. with someone that like I'm fighting with or that doesn't challenge me, that doesn't you know challenge my creative endeavors. Like I don't want, I don't have time for that. I'd rather be alone with my dog. Yeah, you know your exactly. worth and knowing your worth is so important. Exactly, yeah. and that's what I was also saying. Sorry earlier about if you have pussy confidence, because mm-hmm. if your yes. pussy is good, you can do whatever the fuck you want. At the end of the day, if you know like my pussy is so fucking good, there's there's a I feel like women we don't. I don't feel like we understand and we don't harness it enough where it's like our pussies are incredible I mean not always not everybody's you gotta work on it my <laughs> ex blew mine to smithereens I had to bring her back that's why oh part of the reason why I'm so God. proud of my pussy this is an episode about God and it has evolved so much wow. I'm just saying it's he so was good. we had a lot of sex yeah. and he had a very big dick and by the end so shit Kegels? was breezy like, yeah man I kegled that bitch back into shape <laughs> exactly that's why I'm so proud and so confident so I'm like do you understand yeah. me and my pussy have been, know what we've been on through? our journey <laughs> okay <laughs> and with that confidence I'm like I will conquer any fucking man don't fucking fuck with me because yeah. I know my pussy is incredible but that's also why I'm just kind of like eh. like if a man's like do you know how many men have hit just even from the subway right down here have hit me up and I'm like I have a cold or you're talking to me about fucking me first of all you're not the only dude it's the thing I'm like I'm like as horny as I am it's like bro like so many dudes are trying to fuck me I don't care anymore yeah yeah you know but it, wow it, that's a place to get to <laughs> holy shit we have so much to learn i mean or and we're almost out of time but like we're gonna have to have you back and talk just yeah. about all we need about, about, pu- about the pussy we got we're we gonna have, have a husband i'm sure you guys are fine oh we're so fine yeah i'm just inspired by you oh yeah no well listen you uh if you get i'm telling you if you get your pussy primed you'll be you'll be you'll feel like uh invincible wow yeah 
I mean, these are some of these dudes I haven't. One guy, uh, we had sex twice like nine years ago, and he still hits me up every once in a while. Yeah. The other guy we hooked up like two years ago, like once. But I'm telling you, she's, I've got a great pussy. But that's the thing. I'm just like, whatever, bro. If you don't have anything else to bring to the table, then I'm not really that interested. Yeah, yeah. You want more than just like fucking at this point. Yeah. For like, sure. Or it's just like, well, I already have enough dudes. Like, now when I meet someone new, I'm like, I already, if you're just looking for like a hookup, like I already have a roster of dudes that I can hook hit up for dick Mm -hmm. so like if you're looking for a relationship cool if you're just looking to get some pussy join the queue i don't tell you join the queue oh my god confidence baby we have learned so much from you today there are going to be so many hashtags that come out of this recording incredible um well i i mean between you know talking about god comedy sex um, success, everything. You've been as incredible of a uh, guest as we anticipated. <laughs> thank so you. thank you. Um, before we kind of sign off, do you have any shows coming up? Do you want to plug any social media? Oh my God, I'm going to be in uh, Caroline's March Madness. I'm very excited about that. So cool. Yeah, when so is that? The first one starts tomorrow, so it's going to be all month. The first one's tomorrow. Hopefully, I advance around two, and then it'll be every Wednesday after that. Oh, it's competition. All right, so it's like March it's, Madness, like sport. Is it yeah, sold man. out tomorrow? I don't know. Okay, we're going to look because may- oh, maybe we can go. Hell yeah. We definitely it's have to catch o'clock. you soon. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, so that's dope. And then I just, I, I try to put my shows on Instagram. I have a website, but I don't put my shows there, but there's some dope photos. Where and, can uh, everyone find you on stuff? Instagram? Um, incomparable MSC. Hell yeah. Yeah. And we'll tag you so everyone can click yet and follow you yeah yeah please follow yeah so this has been so fun again thank you for joining thanks for having Um, me for all of our listeners rate review subscribe you can follow us at is that embarrassing on instagram um we are on spotify itunes luminary soundcloud so all the things i am stephanie my handle is seeker and saw i've spelled it for you once i'm not gonna do it again (laughs) and i am sammy you can reach me at the sammy kramer yes okay until next time Woo! Bye. bye